Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is the Minute Podcast. If you give a mouse a cookie, I'm pretty sure he'd write a book. But give us 60 seconds of footage, we'll still tell you where to look. With a concept this simplistic, I can't believe we brought it back. But give us just a minute, and we'll give you season two of the podcast. The Minute Podcast. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode. As you probably know by now, the Minute Podcast is a weekly conversation between John and myself where we review a listener-submitted minute of content from a movie, TV show, wherever else you listeners find minutes of content, and we try to figure out what's going on. John, what are we looking at today? All right, today we are watching Under the Silver Lake. Uh, This is a 2018 movie. We're watching the one hour and 30 second minute of uh, this film, and this film was selected by MinuteBot. But before we jump into it, I should let you know that this week's episode is brought to you by Secession, the hottest new Netflix show in which we follow a family desperately trying to leave the union, but it's 2019. They're not terrible people, though. They're just worried about states' whites. I mean rights. Season 2's already been picked up by Fox, so check out Season 1 on Netflix today. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it looks good. Um, Doesn't look great. No, no. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk about our level of familiarity here with the uh, Under the Silver Lake. Uh, I have no familiarity with it whatsoever. How about you, Paul? I also have none. I don't know if this is a Netflix original movie or not, um, but I do know something about lakes in general, so we'll see if that comes up. That's good. That's good. Um, All right. Yeah. So real you quick intro, intro to this. Yeah, just real quick one this week. Uh, we see a young man and an old man having a discussion in a room that seems to be equally parts taxidermy and musical instruments mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right so i think we're going to do something special this week we're going to have a script read paul i think this clip really merits it do you want to be the old man or the young man another way to ask that is do you want to sing or not uh so i will be the one that does not involve singing paul right, as, you'll we, be the... as i think you could have predicted at the beginning of this <laughs> right, yes I, i'll be the old musical man then okay I blow my nose, I find a used Kleenex, I recycle it, and there's your wedding song. Here it comes. I want to know what love is, (laughs) and I want you to show me. What are the tunnels for? Is there going to be a war? Oh, hell, I don't know. I'm just trying to make a living, earn a few dollars. But you have everything. No. You know this girl? Oh, isn't she pretty? Earth angel, earth angel. She was Won't killed. you be... Oh. He doesn't say oh at the end of that, but I feel like <laughs> that would have been a <laughs> that, that, human that's reaction. That's how the audience feels when watching this. <laughs> a little bit. <clears throat> we, don't, we don't really have too much to go off of here. I mean, really quickly, let's touch on who the two people are. The old man... I don't recognize as an actor, but he looks like a grizzled old man. He's in his 70s, 80s, maybe? Yeah. And the young man is a Garfield of sorts. I think an Andrew Garfield, but uh, yeah. He's a recognizable young actor who, if you put me on the spot, I will not be able to say who he is. I think a Garfield. I think a Garfield. Let's go with that. Yeah, I think Garfield is part of the name because Garfield is a memorable name. (laughs) Okay, looking around the room that they're in, uh, we see a lot of musical instruments. 
that combined with the fact that this old man seems to be telling a song about or telling a story about writing songs mm-hmm. i think he's a musician of some kind yes or i think i'm getting songwriter because i think that's what like okay this isn't so much a uh what the movie's about so much as what the scene is about. I think at the beginning of the scene, he's talking about how he writes songs. Um, I think that's probably Kleenex, true. The Kleenex is a metaphor for like <laughs> finding a hook or something like that, and then turning it into a shitty sentimental song or something. Yeah, that does seem to be the case. I mean, other things we see in the room, mostly taxidermied animals in the back. That's kind of weird. Yeah, along with uh, silver, no, gold records, right? Yeah. Uh, lots of musical posters, like show posters. Uh, I want, I want to say there's like a harp. There's like a lot of instruments in there that well, are. Yeah, there's a lot of specific instruments. Yes. Uh, not like here is a normal selection of instruments. Like it's a pretty broad sp- selection of instruments. Yeah. So um, you're probably right about it being a songwriter, but before we move off of the instruments entirely did you notice that our garfield friend he's a he's holding a left-handed guitar but he's right-handed and i don't think he's playing it so i'm not sure what's going on there so the real question here is aren't all instruments left-handed no 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 i mean you play a guitar with your left hand largely the strumming parts with your right hand which is the less complicated part True, but weirdly, if you're right-handed, you play the guitar with the strumming so you, with the right hand. You always play the guitar with the shittier hand, is what you're saying. It's true, yeah. That I, Somebody needs to explain this to me that understands guitars. Why? Someone in the comments section, probably. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like you can learn to play the other way, right? Like, there's no reason why you couldn't play the complicated bit with your right hand, right? Hmm. Actually, now that I think about it, I think I played Guitar Hero with <laughs> the wrong way, because I'm right-handed, but I'm now miming my, myself playing Guitar Hero. Were you really bad I, at Guitar Hero? No, I was really good at Guitar Hero. Hmm. Uh <sighs> So I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just making shit up in my head now. But now I, now I don't even know. Which one's my left hand, Paul? Okay, I think we, so. we all thought we were really good at Guitar Hero, probably. Hey, I was good at... I got, like, A's on all of the hardest difficulties. I was good at Guitar Hero. I was actually horrible at Guitar Hero because it wanted me to do something different than playing the song on the guitar. And I was <laughs> okay. like, no, I know how to do this one. You're You're wrong. See, I don't know how to play the guitar at all so other than other than i do know how to hold a guitar i do understand that the left hand is on the the strings and the right hand strums uh, but beyond that i cannot play the guitar there's too many strings it needs like four fewer strings for me to ever be able to play it so so you play the old two string yeah the two string that's my that's my (laughs) go-to traditional chinese instrument john why is there so much taxidermy in the background of this scene frankly paul i have no idea what you're talking about i did not see any taxidermy god damn it john (laughs) there's like a whole bear there's a big old goat i think you know what i totally believe you that it's there it's just that this is another time where john's power of observation absolutely fails him i even went back rewound because i was like i gotta look at this room because i know that shit's going down and paul's gonna talk about what's in this room Hmm. and sure enough i look at the room 
facing facing the almost Anthony Hopkins motherfucker, not facing the Andrew Garfield motherfucker. So That's I have no idea what's in the back of the room. I know that there's windows behind the piano. Uh, it's it, There's chandeliers above them. I can list you all sorts of shit. There's like a framed picture of a woman over the hearth and all this sort of shit. I can't tell you what's in the back of the room. <laughs> For some reason, I'm imagining you live in a world now in which you're constantly deciding what angle you're viewing a minute of media at. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. you were always like, watching him for this whole minute. And I was like, the camera, John, the camera turned to the back I, of the room. And you were like, my camera didn't. <laughs> I, I watched Anthony Hopkins. Yep. Yeah. Is this Anthony Hopkins? No, it's not. It's like discount it's, Anthony Hopkins. It's like Danthony Schmopkins. Or... If it's Anthony Hopkins, it's like they aged Anthony Hopkins, which seems unnecessary. But yeah, <laughs> like, like, I don't know. He does sound Anthony Hopkins-esque. He does a little uh, bit. That's like an American true. accent with Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah. So w- we make a really hard pivot in this mm-hmm. scene from talking about writing music to talking about tunnels and a murdered girl and a war. Yes immediately like i even understand within context that we're talking about writing songs at the beginning of this and then i have no fucking clue what we're talking about the moment that tunnels are mentioned um yeah yeah i guess without getting into our theories too much presumably garfield saw the tunnels and then went in to talk to this guy or something like that so i think that this is a movie because of the weird noirness feel to it i think this is like uh like a serious lebowski film you know like the the schlub <laughs> mm-hmm. loser accidentally accidentally stumbles upon actual crimes and not just random weird shit that happens in the big lebowski could be. yeah and and then ends up sort of unraveling them for some reason huh i mean and that so could definitely think, and also given the position of the minute within the film i feel like we're getting closer to the actual like end goal of the mystery uh and so i think that this started with the tunnels and i think that this anthony hopkins lookalike knows something about the tunnels but i don't think from knowing about the character alone you would know that he knows about the tunnels right because he's like a songwriter you wouldn't think he'd be at the tunnel man exactly exactly I think it's the drugs, Paul. It could be the drugs. Yeah. Before we jump into the drugs completely, though, can we talk about how far away the two characters are when Garfield holds up this tiny Polaroid to show this old, old man whose <laughs> eyes probably don't work that well? I would say about 100 feet. You know? About 100 feet away, and he's <laughs> Maybe like... Maybe a few, a few hundred yards, yeah. But he's, he's at least like 10 feet away. There's no way this old man can see what's on that photo. Considering I can barely see what's on the photo on the 4K computer monitor that's directly in front of me when I was watching the video. John, considering you couldn't see the taxidermied animals filling up the whole back wall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> considering I can't even see the taxidermied animals. It's Man. like, I think a, a, a blondish woman who seems to be wearing like a sun hat uh, in a Polaroid photo. So a hipster is basically what what the photos of so young hipster who's uh, apparently dead. dead yeah well john yeah. before before we jump into our theories about this dead hipster i want you to um take a quick look at the clip that minutebot actually originally submitted for this okay. episode it's 67 minutes and 30 seconds 67 minutes and 30 seconds all right let me cue this up 
Wait, so that's one hour and seven minutes? And 30 seconds. All right, so one hour and seven minutes. Okay, Garfield standing there. Okay. I see. He's just <laughs> masturbating, and I yep, don't know yep. why. Minute so, seems to just want us to watch Andrew Garfield masturbating. Uh, so, so really, for our theories, we have two pieces of information. <laughs> we know this guy has a conversation with an old songwriter. Yeah. And we, we know he's masturbated at least once during the film. To like a dozen photos. Yeah, so it's it's all a bit unclear. Yeah, it's basically Ken Burns' effect with with Andrew Garfield masturbating. Okay, cool. So now that you have that additional information, do you want to give us your theory about the movie first or uh, second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go first because I actually think that this fits in with it a little bit. All right, so I, I think this young man stumbles across uh, tunnels loaded with weapons and drugs under a reservoir, and that's the Silver Lake in this case. Uh after two acquaintances die in a gruesome like manner in there, so I'm thinking a car crash in there, like a fireball car crash mm, in there. Okay, I think that these two acquaintances, he's actually obsessed with them, is like the idea because he's got this photo, but again, it doesn't feel like I don't know. There's just something about it that feels like he took it off of somebody's corkboard rather than like this is a coveted photo that was given to him. I don't, he also looks grungy. He looks like he hasn't bathed in a while. He's unshaven, but not in an attractive way. Um, So yeah. So I think the discovery of the tunnels leads him to uncover a brewing gang war. And, and this leads to the unlikely cause of the two deaths uh, of the, of the people, including this, this woman. That oh, that, that could be good. When yeah, when I, I read your notes here, I thought it was a brewing gang war, and this was yes. going to be a prohibition thing. <laughs> yes, prohibition. I mean, it is film noir, so it feels kind of thirtiesy. But um, I I think that Anthony Hopkins is connected to this drug war or the gang violence in some way. That is my guess. That'd be a movie. Yeah, I mean, it would be a movie that has like. Three out of five stars on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the movie I think this is is somewhat similar. I think this is a young man traveling through pre-post-apocalyptia, and he's uh-huh. trying to figure out what happened to a murdered girl that he knows. But as with uh, as with you, I don't think he really has like permission to have this photo. I don't think they were really friends or anything. I think maybe he was obsessed with her yeah. or something. That's a little bit lame. And uh, I think then the apocalypse kind of starts to happen around him, and he finds this old man's bunker by exploring some tunnels under the Silver Lake Research oh. Facility. So it's like the apocalypse has started, so he can kind of get into this base a little bit more. And he's trying to figure out how the old man knew that there was going to be an apocalypse. I don't know. The The old man's room kind of looks bunkerish to me, like sort of yeah. fallout-ish a little. So that's really all I'm going off I of. I mean, there's windows, but they're all shrouded with, like gauzy like drapes so you can't see out them and they don't imply like they don't they're not set in a way that you can say oh they're supposed to be bushes or something on the other side it definitely feels like they could just be like lights basically yeah well john since we both know absolutely nothing about this movie 
I was thinking I might read a couple sentence summary from the Wikipedia page or the IMDb. Oh, Would that be okay. weird? Yeah, no, I, I think that, you know, surprise me, Paul. So Sam is a disenchanted 33-year-old who discovers a mysterious woman, Sarah, frolicking in his apartment swimming pool. When she vanishes, Sam embarks on a surreal quest across Los Angeles to decode the secret behind her disappearance, leading him to the murkiest depths of mystery, scandal, and conspiracy in the City of Angels. Oh. That sounds boring. That sounds boring as fuck. It sounds weird and boring and creepy, and like Sam is not a sympathetic character. <laughs> no. Well. Yeah. He's got a cool t-shirt, though. He's got a cool t-shirt. Yeah. All right, well, John, can we recommend either the movie you've described, the movie I made up, or the movie that actually exists, do you think? I think our movies are way better. They're more interesting. Yeah. I think our made-up movies are way better. Uh, I like your pre-post-apocalyptic. It sounds kind of like uh, 12 Monkeys-ish. I kind of like that. Like somebody stumbling across Apocalypse. It sounds well, and cool. I, and I like how yours sounds like an actual movie. <laughs> well, I did think we were watching an actual yeah. movie, so I guess, yeah. Well, as opposed to the actual film, which I think is sort of a vague, like, he met a girl. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The whole, like, stalker being the hero sort of thing. Well, hero. Okay. The stalker being the protagonist sort of thing is just never going to be my thing. So, no. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So, we're, I think we've reached yes, yes, no. Yes, yes, no. Perfect. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of the Minute Podcast. If you liked what you heard, why don't you submit a minute so we don't have to use MinuteBot all the time? Yeah, you, and we don't scrubs. have to watch Andrew Garfield masturbating. John, I'm sorry I made you watch Andrew Garfield <laughs> masturbate. <laughs> thanks, Paul. I'm glad that you apologized. If you want to talk to us about Andrew Garfield masturbating, you can email us at theminutepodcast at gmail.com. Please don't email us about that. Or uh, at us on Twitter at MinutePod. As always, this episode was hosted by Paul and John, produced by John with music by me. Come back next week when we're going to ask you. What about the tunnels? Is there going to be a war? Was he masturbating in the tunnels? <laughs> Could have been. No, I didn't see any outside either. Holy crap, you made it to the end, we'll be back next week to do it all again. Until then, be well and be sure to take a minute. The Minute Podcast.